The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's the final day of the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive, so if you haven't pledged already, do it now and give from the heart. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, February 10th, 2023, Friday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday's a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today, it's the memorial of Saint Scholastica. She lived in the sixth century and was the sister of Saint Benedict and consecrated her life to God from her earliest youth. After Benedict went to Monte Cassino, she took up her abode about five miles from St. Benedict and founded and governed a monastery of nuns. She visited her brother once a year at a house some distance away from both abodes. These visits were spent conferring together on spiritual matters. On one occasion, Scholastica begged her brother to remain until the next day, but he refused. She had recourse to prayer and a furious thunderstorm broke out. They spent the night in spiritual conferences. Three days later, St. Scholastica died, and her holy brother beheld her soul in a vision as it ascended into heaven. The year was 543. St. Scholastica, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome towards those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My mother immaculate, Saint Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, Jesus, in the gospel today, a lot happens, but not a lot is said. And this momentous healing of this man who had no power to hear and no power to speak is all at one word. And so that invites us in this time of prayer today to meditate on your actions and to allow us really to see this gospel scene and to hear it as if you were speaking to us today. Because it's one word that penetrates into this man's illness also penetrates into the own illnesses that we face, the little sicknesses that are caused by our sin, but most of all the sicknesses that are caused by being closed to you. 
So we have in this beautiful scene from Mark's Gospel, Jesus um, walking by the Sea of Galilee. And you can picture this, you know, the, the sound of the, the water on the shore, thinking about peace and calm that often that scene might convoke in our, in our minds. And in the midst of this, they, they bring this man who has this illness to Jesus in order that you would lay your hands upon him and heal him. So obviously they have heard somewhere that, that you have this power to heal. Now, whether this man is a, a Jew is quite unlikely because of the region in which we learn that Jesus, you're walking in this gospel scene. And yet, even though they might not have been of, of the right faith, so to speak, they have all of the conditions necessary for healing because first of all, there is sickness, but also is that there is that desire that, that you, they will be with you, that you are the one who has the power to heal them. And despite the fact that there's a kind of a crowd of friends that, that bring this man to you, Jesus, you take him aside in order to be with him, just the two of you, in order that this healing will take place in front of everybody, like so many of the other miracles that you have performed. But this is a kind of a private moment. And that's so beautiful, Jesus, that, that you bring him just to be with him. In a sense, you invite him to this kind of deep and profound intimacy. And if we can picture ourselves in this scene, we can see that in actual fact, Jesus, you invite us to the same intimacy with you, just to be with you. Not to feel at times that we are just kind of part of a crowd, but that you're really with us. That if you have to give us something of yourself, it has to be deeply personal. And that's what you want also from us, Jesus, in return, that that the gift of our self is exactly that. It's not just a kind of a throwing our, our name into a hat, but rather that we're going to give our all to you, Jesus, in this moment of, of deep and profound intimacy. And the gospel tells us that you did two things. You, you put your fingers into his ears and then you touched his tongue. And then you say this word, but before you do that, there's this kind of almost strange um, message in the gospel, you, 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 you spat. Now, at least in, in my culture, kind of spittle or, or, or spitting is kind of seen as something a bit gross. And so maybe if you're thinking about this, this scene in the gospel today, you might think that that is a little bit gross, that Jesus, in a sense, touches this man's tongue with his spittle. So what does it mean? Well, in the ancient Near East, people often saw spittle, even though it sounds a bit gross to us today, as something that had a healing property. So you can read in other stories from around the time of the gospel, even before it, that they saw some sort of healing property in spittle, especially those who were revered in some way as having a, a, a capacity or a power to, to heal. So we might see this as being something a bit strange. And I suppose you can look at it on that one kind of very plain human level that, well, okay, if they really thought at that time that spittle had some sort of healing properties, then okay, then you might be able to justify it. But here's another way of looking at it, that Jesus, in giving this man your spittle, you give him something of yourself something which we might think is a bit gross and something that we might even reject if we were offered that ourselves because it's something that is kind of foreign to us. 
But here we see in this scene, you giving something of yourself to somebody that may have rejected that. And isn't that really the whole story of, of Calvary? That you give yourself to us, even though we have, in a sense, rejected that gift of self. John says in his gospel that he came among his own things and his own people rejected him. This rejection of you, Jesus, is, is ultimately what leads to the crucifixion, the rejection of the gift of your very self. But we don't want to reject you, Jesus. We want to receive you with joy and to understand and, and to know that truly you have alone the power to heal us. And so in a sense, if we think about the way in which you give something of yourself to this man, even though it's, it's spittle, how much more, Jesus, do you give to us in the Eucharist? That we really take your whole body, blood, soul and divinity in, into our own lives, so much more than spittle, a sign which is rejected. Your body upon the Holy Cross becomes for us a gift that we are to receive and to accept with love. A gift that this man obviously receives with great love because it brings him healing. And if only we could have that same faith, Jesus, to receive your gift of self in the Eucharist, then maybe it could bring us great healing too. And what of this word that you say? Well, in the gospel, we're told that you said ephatha, which is a Greek way of writing uh, an Aramaic word, etpata, which means literally, as we are told, be opened. Now, this little prayer, the ephatha, or the etpata, comes to us also in the liturgy of baptism. When we are baptized, the priest then puts his, his thumb or his hand in some way on our ears and on our mouth saying, may the Lord Jesus, who made the deaf to hear and the mute to speak, grant that you may soon receive his word with your ears and profess the faith with your lips to the glory and praise of God the Father. Now picture this scene. We have exactly what we have in the uh, rite of baptism in this gospel scene that we have received maybe as children, maybe as adults, this prayer that our, our, our ears will be open, that our tongue will be open in order to, to, to hear the gift of faith, in order to speak it. So let's see this scene. Jesus, you're putting your fingers into this man's ears and touching his tongue with your spittle and saying, et batach, be opened. Now you might think that you're talking about his ears, that they'll be opened, and his mouth that will be opened in a sense like the prayer of the Ephatha in the baptismal rite says. But when we look at this word, et patach, it's an address to a person, not to the ears. There are different ways of, of rendering these things in grammar. You're speaking to the man in this moment. It's not a command that the ears will be opened, nor the mouth, but that this man will be opened to receive what you have to give him, which is your gift of healing. And so in this deeply intimate, personal moment where you give him something of yourself, you invite him also to be opened. Now in the liturgy in the Syriac Orthodox Church on the evening of Palm Sunday, they recreate in a sense the, the parable of the, the wise virgins 
whenever there is a procession in the darkness with the reading of that parable from Matthew's gospel. And the people say, Maran, Maran, Patachlan. Lord, Lord, open to us. We have the same word patach from et patach. Be opened is the response. Lord, at times we are crying, open for us the way. But here in the gospel today, we hear you say to us, be opened. Jesus, let us be open to receive your gift of healing and to receive you in every deeply intimate moment that you come to us. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother, Immaculate St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 13 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the day of prayer, the liturgical day, in just two minutes on Daybreak. Well, this is it. Glenn sitting in with Paul. Uh, more of Daybreak coming up in just a minute, but i uh, got to let you know it's the final day of the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive inviting you to give from the heart, inviting you to share with the work of Relevant Radio here to provide the good news of Jesus Christ and His Church around the country on 200-plus stations around the world online at relevantradio.com and that mobile app, giving you just what you need to hear just when you need to hear it, equipping you to better share your faith, to lead your friends, family, and total strangers, for that matter, back to the Lord. We've had great stories. You hear those miracle moments, folks coming back to church, back to the sacraments, folks who hadn't been to confession 10, 20, 30 years or more, what a wonderful difference in life that can make. People coming into church for the very first time. You know, a lot of people that aren't uh, even believers, but they're just seekers. They're, they're curious. They're listening. And you can help equip them with what they need to know to take that next step. Thanks for being generous. Great things happen when you give from the heart. By the way, get everything matched 100% with your gift right now. Online at RelevantRadio.com or at 877-291-0123. And if you can make an ongoing, recurring monthly gift, you'll help Relevant Radio now and in the future. With an ongoing, recurring monthly gift, our recurring gift partners provide a stable source of income for Relevant Radio, and that helps us to decrease dependency on other forms of fundraising. It allows us to focus on programs of future needs. In other words, more of your investment goes to winning souls for Jesus Christ and His Church. And that's what Relevant Radio is all about, after all. So, how do you find out more? Call 877-291-0123. Tell the volunteer, I want to know about making a recurring gift and you can join the St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. Call 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123, or pledge online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app and give from the heart. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, February 10th, 2023, the Memorial of St. Scholastica. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. 
holy virgins, praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia.
Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors. 
and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Stand firm and do not take on yourselves the yoke of slavery a second time. Pay close attention to me, Paul, when I tell you that if you have yourselves circumcised, Christ will be of no use to you. I point out once more to all who receive circumcision that they are bound to the law in its entirety. Any of you who seek justification in the law have severed yourselves from Christ and fallen from God's favor. It is in the Spirit that we eagerly await the justification we hope for, and only faith can yield it. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor the lack of it counts for anything. Only faith, which expresses itself through love. You were progressing so very well. Who diverted you from the path of truth? Such enticement does not come from him who calls you. A little yeast can affect the entire dough. I trust that in the Lord you will not adopt a different view. May condemnation fall on whoever it is that is unsettling you. As for me, brothers, if I am still preaching circumcision, why do the attacks on me continue? If I were, the cross would be a stumbling block no more. Would that those who are troubling you might go on the whole way and castrate themselves. My brothers, remember that you have been called to live in freedom, but not a freedom that gives free reign to the flesh. Out of love, place yourself at one another's service. The whole law has found its fulfillment in this one saying, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you go on biting and tearing one another to pieces, take care. You will end up in mutual destruction. My point is that you should live in accord with the Spirit, and you will not yield to the cravings of the flesh. The flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. The two are directly opposed. This is why you do not do what your will intends. If you are guided by the Spirit, you are not under the law. It is obvious what proceeds from the flesh. Lewd conduct, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, 
hostilities bickering, jealousy, outbursts of rage, selfish rivalries, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I, I warn you, as I have warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patient endurance, kindness, generosity, faith, mildness, and chastity. Against such, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's lead. The Word of the Lord If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The signs of the Spirit's presence are love, joy, and peace. Since we live by the Spirit, let Him direct our lives. The signs of the Spirit's presence are love, joy, and peace. From the Book of Dialogues by St. Gregory the Great, Pope Scholastica, the sister of St. Benedict, had been consecrated to God from her earliest years. She was accustomed to visiting her brother once a year. He would come down to meet her at a place on the monastery property, not far outside the gate. One day she came as usual, and her saintly brother went with some of his disciples. They spent the whole day praising God and talking of sacred things. As night fell, they had supper together. Their spiritual conversation went on, and the hour grew late. The holy nun said to her brother, Please do not leave me tonight. Let us go on until morning, talking about the delights of the spiritual life. Sister, he replied, what are you saying? I simply cannot stay outside my cell. When she heard her brother refuse her request, the holy woman joined her hands on the table, laid her head on them, and began to pray. As she raised her head from the table, there were such brilliant flashes of lightning, such great peals of thunder, and such a heavy downpour of rain that neither Benedict nor his brethren could stir across the threshold of the place where they had been seated. Sadly, he began to complain, May God forgive you, sister. What have you done? Well, she answered, I asked you, and you would not listen. So I asked my God, and he did listen. So now go off, if you can, leave me, and return to your monastery. Reluctant as he was to stay of his own will, he remained against his will. So it came about that they stayed awake the whole night, engrossed in their conversation about the spiritual life. It is not surprising that she was more effective than he since, as John says, God is love. It was absolutely right that she could do more, as she loved more. Three days later, 
Benedict was in his cell. Looking up to the sky, he saw his sister's soul leave her body in the form of a dove and fly up to the secret places of heaven. Rejoicing in her great glory, he thanked Almighty God with hymns and words of praise. He then sent his brethren to bring her body to the monastery and lay it in the tomb he had prepared for himself. Their minds had always been united in God. Their bodies were to share a common grave. When the saintly nun begged the Lord that her brother might not leave her, she received more than her brother did from the Lord of her heart, because she loved him so much. How good, how delightful it is for brothers and sisters to live in unity. She received more than her brother did from the Lord of her heart, because she loved him so much. As we celebrate anew the memorial of the Virgin Saint Scholastica, we pray, O Lord, that following her example, we may serve you with pure love and happily receive what comes from loving you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-six minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Give from the heart. The Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive is in full swing. It's actually winding down right now. We're going to wrap it all up by this evening. Our need is $3 million. Why give to Relevant Radio? Because Relevant Radio is one of the very few places on the dial where you'll hear prayer throughout the day, beginning with daybreak and ending up in the evening with the family rosary across America. It's also a great support of the true, the good, and the beautiful. And it's one of the very few places on the radio dial where you will hear the defense of life, marriage, and freedom. Why give to Relevant Radio? I just told you. It's easy. Just call now, 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Or pledge online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Final day of our pledge drive. If you can give a big gift, maybe $1,000, maybe more right now, that would be matched. 100% every gift match 100% right now it's a partnership challenge hour very handy on the final day of our Relevant Radio Pledge Drive help us to get to that $3 million need by 5 central this afternoon thank you gifts how about this when you give at the $100 a month level $1,200 for the year that would be matched of course with $1,200 more for Relevant Radio it's that beautiful this is a Catholic home wall plaque that and many great thank you gifts look and learn about them all online at relevantradio.com you can pledge while you're there relevantradio.com also the mobile app the phone works too, 877-291-0123. A lot of folks give even a second time during the course of a Relevant Radio Pledge Drive Week. Hundreds do, as a matter of fact. And maybe there's a thank you gift that you haven't got yet and you want to. That's okay. Give again. Please, though, give once. Pray about it. Pray for a Relevant Radio. Keep giving, and we'll keep praying for you, too. Give from the heart, 877-291-0123. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the memorial of St. Scholastica, the sister of St. Benedict, 
I'm Paul Sadek. And in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord heals a deaf man from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, through the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they besought him to lay his hand upon him. Taking him aside from the multitude privately, he put his fingers into his ear, and he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it, and they were astonished beyond measure. He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the dumb speak. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Finishing off our work well. What a concept, huh? As an offering to God. Well, that means doing a good job, whether anyone else notices or not. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The Christian discovers new treasures in his work because all the pathways of the earth can be an occasion for meeting Christ, as St. Jose Maria Escrivo would say in so many different ways. He spent his life preaching that holiness is not reserved for the privileged few. He recalled an experience which he used in order to teach those who came to his apostolate what work done in the presence of God should be like. I also remember my stay in Burgo around that time. Our walks would sometimes take us as far as the monastery of Las Huelgas. On other occasions, we would find our way to the cathedral. I used to enjoy climbing up the cathedral towers to get a close view of the ornamentation at the top, a veritable lacework of stone that must have been the result of very patient and laborious craftsmanship. As I chatted with the young men who accompanied me, I used to point out that none of the beauty of this work could be seen from below. To give them a material lesson in what I had been previously explaining to them, I would say, this is God's work. This is working for God. To finish your personal work perfectly with all the beauty and exquisite refinement of this tracery stonework. Seeing it, my companions would understand that all the work we had seen was part of a prayer, a loving dialogue with God. The men who spent their energies up there were quite aware that no one at street level could appreciate their efforts. Their work was for God alone. Now do you see how our professional work can bring us close to our Lord? Do your job as those medieval stonemasons did theirs, and your work too will be operatio dei, a human work with a divine substance and finish, even though not a single person sees it or nobody appreciates it. God sees it and values it. That is enough to encourage us to put an effort into finishing off our jobs perfectly, lovingly. To finish off what we do often means taking care of minor details of the little things. This demands an effort, demands sacrifice. 
and when we offer it up, it is pleasing to God. Taking care of the details for love of God does not diminish the soul. It ennobles it, because it perfects the work we are doing, and when we offer it up for specific intentions, we share in the needs of the whole church. In this way, our job takes on a supernatural dimension it previously lacked. In our work, as in other aspects of ordinary life, such as in family and social commerce, in periods of rest and leisure, we always have this choice. Carelessness and shoddiness which impoverish the soul, or the little work of art offered up to God as the expression of a soul with interior life. In this time of prayer, perhaps God wants us to identify points in our way of working that require a change of emphasis or rhythm. Do I live the virtue of order so that I tackle jobs according to their relative importance and not according to my own whims or fancies? Am I unnecessarily slow in finishing off my work because of lack of interest or punctuality? Do I break off the work I am engaged in on any excuse, perhaps causing others to be held up? Our Lady will help us to finish our prayer with a definite resolution that will help us to do our work with greater perfection and to think of our Lord more frequently in the course of it. From there where you are working, let your heart escape to the Lord right close to the tabernacle to tell Him without doing anything odd, My Jesus, I love you. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 17 before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me here rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, Lord you, will you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you God is hidden the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. 
you shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth. And I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let Let us us go go into into God's God's presence, singing singing for joy. A reading from the Song of Songs Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord, show Show me me your your face. face. Glory to the Father, 
and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading. Show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins. Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who is one of the wise and prudent virgins, grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we celebrate anew the memorial of the Virgin Saint Scholastica, we pray, O Lord, that following her example, we may serve you with pure love and happily receive what comes from loving you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive is about to kick into high gear, so if you haven't made your pledge yet, do it now at 877-291-0123 on the app or at RelevantRadio.com. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again on Sunday morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out, make this a great and glorious day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.